The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. In his teaching, Jesus said, Beware of the scribes who like to walk about in long robes, to be greeted obsequiously in the market squares, to take the front seats in the synagogues and the places of honor at banquets. These are the men who swallow the property of widows while making a show of lengthy prayers. The more severe would be the sentence they receive. He sat down opposite the treasury and watched the people putting money into the treasury, and many of the rich put in a great deal. A poor widow came and put in two small coins, the equivalent of a penny. Then he called his disciples and said to them, I tell you solemnly, this poor widow has put more in than all who have contributed for the treasury, for they have all put in money they have all put in money they had over. But she, from the little she had, has put in everything she possessed, all she had to live on. This is the Gospel of the Lord. I'm sure you remember that the first words of Jesus uh, in the Gospel, when he starts his ministry, are the Beatitudes. And the Beatitudes start off with, Blessed are the poor in spirit. And in the Gospel of Mark, the last reflection that Jesus uh, offers before the Passion is about this poor widow. And you can see that Jesus is like enclosing his whole ministry in the question of poverty. Blessed are the poor, and blessed is this poor widow. Jesus is really interested in that. And it must have struck him um, very much. Because that's the last thing he talks about with his disciples before the Passion. <coughs> so, on the one hand we could consider that this uh, reflection from Jesus is just a way to encourage us to be generous. And I think it, it's the case. But I think we can go deeper. First of all, we need to look at... The people he's very severe with, the, the scribes. The scribes have three main character defects. The first thing they do is they, are, they love being seen by others. They're very attentive to their looks. They want to look good. So they're wearing these long robes like the brothers. They're, they want people to see them and to notice them. What is important to them is not what they are, but what people think of them. They are vain. And Jesus cannot stand vanity. He says it in the gospel somewhere. How can you believe if you receive your glory from each other? These people do not receive their glory from God. They don't even re receive it from their conscience. They receive it from other people. And for that reason, the more severe will be the sentence they receive. Vanity is a way that separates us from God. The second reason why the, the scribes are guilty is because they use God's name and God's honor, honor to honor themselves. 
They want people to see that they're doing very long prayers. They want to be seen. So they use the glory of God for themselves. You see what happens with them. They take from people's looks. They take from God's glory. And they take, last but not least, they take from the properties of the widows. The widows were poor women, having no more husband. They only had their children or the charity of people to live on. And these scribes who are vain, who pretend to pray, steal the property of the widows. All the life of the scribes is about taking from others for their own interest. They are selfish and self-centered. What's the difference with the widow? The widow, as we know, is not somebody everybody looks at with admiration. Nobody notices her except for Jesus. The widow is not somebody who's pretending she's praying. Oh, for sure she's praying, but nobody sees it. And the widow is not taking from the good of others. She's giving everything she has. It's one penny. She couldn't even afford lunch with the money she's giving. But what she has, she gives. And she is the perfect image of Jesus. Jesus died on the cross after he said these words because of the scribes and the Pharisees and the doctors of the law who were people who would take the admiration from others, who were greedy about money and who would take God's honor for themselves. They were thieves. And these thieves who were very honorable people are those who killed Jesus. Jesus is the one who was like the widow. He didn't try to look good. He accepted to be considered as a slave, as a man who deserves death. This is all the attention he got from men. Jesus decided not to steal his father's honor. He could have said, I'm the son of God, leave me alone. But he decided to honor his father and to obey his will and to die on the cross for our sins. And Jesus gave up everything he had. He had not a lot to offer, but what he had left was his life. And he gave it for us. This is what happened with Jesus. He gave everything. And if he wants us to pay attention to that widow, it's because she resembles him. She looks not like a brilliant person. She doesn't look like a very pious person. She has nothing, but everything she has, she gives. Now, the question is, why is this widow giving up the few pennies, the one penny she has left? Maybe she could be like the widow we heard about in the first reading, who is totally depressed and who says, okay, we're going to cook this bread, eat it, and then we're going to die. She doesn't believe in the intervention of God. And Elijah has to remind her, God is going to work for you, and all the flour or the oil you're using from me, for me will be given back to you. You will not suffer from hunger or from thirst. This widow from the Gospel is not like the one from the Book of the Kings. I think that if Jesus admires her, it's not because she's depressed. He admires her because she gives everything she has, because she trusts God. She knows that when you give everything to the Lord, the Lord will take care of you. And this is what it takes to change everything. It's not just about the, the amount of money we give. It's about the way we give it. Sometimes we need to give knowing that once we have given what we had, we have nothing left for ourselves. It can be about money sometimes. You know when we fast, for instance, we can give the money we, we, we would have used for that meal and give it to the poor. 
we experience that we're going to lack something. But we experience at the same time that God is going to do for us what we can do for ourselves. God is going to give us the strength, the spiritual peace, the personal encounter with Him that we wouldn't have gotten without fasting. It's the same thing when we have to deal with someone who is, for instance, especially boring. You don't know how to deal with, it, with this person. Sometimes we just need to go and do it and try to be uh, lovable, try to be nice, try to give what we can, sometimes a few words. And if we have the feeling, I'm never going to make it, we must remember, God is going to do for me the rest. All it takes is trust. This is the difference between a Christian life and a pagan life. Why did Jesus give up everything, including his life and his reputation and everything he had? Because he trusted that the Father would take care of him and the Father rose him from the dead. Why is our life a Christian life? Because we believe that we have the right to lose. We don't have to fear losses. We don't have to fear moments when we won't have what we need. Because during these moments, the Father is going to take care of us. All it takes to build a Christian life is trust in our Father. And this is where um, the, the reality of our Christian life uh, improves day after day. Are we people who trust God? Not just when we give during the collection, which is already a good thing, but are we people who trust God when we are in situations when we have the feeling we can't anymore, we don't have the strength anymore, the money, the power, the friends, the relationships, the job. If we trust Him, God will help us. This is what can change our Christian life if we start believing that nothing is more important in the world to God than our well-being, spiritual and material, right now. God will take care. So, this is the little challenge that I would like to give you for today and for this week. Let us try to think about situations where we don't want to give generously because we're afraid we're going to uh, lack something afterwards. It can be in a relationship, it can be uh, in giving money, it can be in prayer. We don't want to give time to prayer because we're afraid of it. We don't want to do this or that because there's a fear and insecurity in us. Let's take one of these things. We cannot take all of them at the same time. One of them. And give generously, trusting that God is going to do for us what we cannot do for ourselves. If we do it, we will see that our life improves today, before we go to bed. And if it works one time, it can work every day. It can work several times a day. So, it's up to us to be like the scribes, or to be like the widow or Jesus. Let us make the right choice.